Hi there, this is Amanda and you are listening to The Vining Perspective. Today is a daily drop. Dailies are typically between 5 and 10 minutes and are focused around thought leadership, inclusive to RevOp, sales, senior leadership, and business development. Thanks for tuning in. Hello everyone, Amanda here. It is great to be doing this podcast. I'm doing today's podcast on the topic of starting over or starting fresh or just trying to remotivate yourself in a tough time or at least from the lens of how I'm doing that. For anyone who's in the flight center world that's listening, you know we just had our end of year. It is new year. It is now July 1st and Typically, we are massively celebrating each other's successes and getting ready to go towards our global gathering. This year was meant to be in Brisbane, Australia to celebrate our top performers and really just re-energize ourselves that all that is to come in our next year. And yesterday, we did a virtual conference for our national awards. And from my side, it was actually really nice because I got to do my first business trip in a long time. I chose to drive and carpool down with some of our team, uh, but we're able to get together and see each other and celebrate the successes of our brands and our people that very much were still needing to be celebrated. You know, people had had phenomenal years prior to this pandemic happening or even despite it in some instances, and we can't get away from that recognition culture that is so intertwined with who we are in our DNA. And it was really, really nice to be able to do that and take a moment to celebrate the success even in the chaos. I think all of us are really ready to just put this freaking year behind us as well, though. And we're trying to think about, okay, well, we're still in it. You know, our new year is starting, but we're still in a pandemic and we're still in this time where it's rising in some spots or we're going through different social injustices and the pressure is still on and the weight is still heavy and you're trying to start new in that and how are you going to do that? So I thought I'd talk about some of the ways that I personally am looking towards doing that and kind of call on some of my past experiences and how I'm going to do that for me uh, as an individual in hopes that some people that are listening will be able to find them helpful. So if you listen to my segment of the awards yesterday, uh, and I apologize for when I share things like this that don't relate to the greater audience, but do relate to a portion of it, um, we did have an internal award ceremony. And in that I shared a couple of different pieces about our business prior to, to our awards. And specifically I talked about a lesson that really means a lot for me as an individual. And and that is the fact that your reaction to a situation has the ability to change that situation itself. And I know I often say the easiest lessons and the simplest lessons are sometimes the best lessons, but that one that may sound easy or be easy to digest actually was probably one of the biggest things I ever learned in in my life. And I think that in this pandemic has been one of the biggest things that has made me proud of the organization that I have the pleasure of running. It's been that their reaction to something that most could have never imagined has been one that in most instances have been met with kindness and resilience and offering a lending hand and being supportive and being strategic and being adaptive and just making it fucking work and getting shit done. And I'm so proud of that. And not always allowing those emotions to get in the way of that future success. So like for me, I pride myself on when I look around me, I'm like, yeah, they're going to get it done. Like 
they're not going to take no for an answer. They will find a way out of it. I believe in these people. I believe in these individuals knowing and finding great pride in that we're going to be okay because the people that I surround myself with will never settle for anything less than greatness. They're not going to let us fail. And that is something that in business and in life, I think is really important is that ability to control even a negative experience or emotion and put it into something positive. And I think as we look towards a new year, we're all trying to do that, right? So when you think about that quote of your reaction to a situation has the ability to actually impact the situation itself. You have the ability to take what has been the hardest, most challenging year of your career and apply it to becoming more strategic, educated, intelligent, uh, adaptive, you know, really being able to be more of a support system for people, um, to be your best self so that these things that feel little today can become the building blocks of your future that you want to rise up. And really, you're going to be able to look back on and say, if I wasn't met with that challenge, if I wasn't put in that scenario, I wouldn't have accomplished X, Y, and Z later. And it's really important as we plan towards the next year to think about how are we going to do that, right? How are we going to hold ourselves accountable to that? Because it's one thing to say it and it can sound really fluffy, but then how are you actually going to execute it? So um, I know for me, that's something that when I was younger, I was probably more of an emotional person. And I don't mean emotional, like crying emotional. I mean, emotional, like something would make me so passionate or it would make me angry or it would make me reactive and that learning to remain poised and control the reactive part has been really helpful for me as an individual because I can think through things um, probably in more depth than I would have when I was coming up. I still am hot. I still talk a lot. I still like run, you know, that that heat of passion and, and kind of like... Whew, I can get there fast, but I can definitely control my words and bite my tongue at least most of the time. So I thought I'd talk about kind of how I'm going to use everything that we just went through to channel into next year and hope that my transparency will be helpful for at least some of you listening. Um, I think the first piece for me is setting a really realistic goal. And when you're going through a year like we did, you have to realize that even if you are a massive overachiever in your nature, when there's elements that go beyond your control, focus on the ones that are in your direct control and make sure that you create a tangible outcome to those. So when I talk about that specifically, I can, again, only pull from my own experience. I was used to having tremendous growth and success in business, whether I was running the sales team or running the business. We grew at over 20% growth trajectory for a business of our volume and our size. That is unheard of. We were absolutely killing it. You know, we doubled in size in a couple of years. We grew by hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. That is a very exciting, super fun, cool, like sexy place to be in as a business leader. So to come out of that, like that shit ain't happening this year. Like there's not going to be growth at all <laughs> compared to what we did last year. Getting the day we get back to 100% of trading volume, we'll be ringing some sort of bell and be, you know, screaming with joy. We're not going to be able to do that right now. And not this, this, not this quarter, we're not going to be able to do it. And I don't say that to be negative, but in a domestic landscape, things are bubbling up still nationally. The EU just bought, 
blocked our flights, even to go to a place like the Caribbean, you're going to need to get tested and have positive test results within days of booking or get there and get tested there. And people are going to have trepidation of what if I have to quarantine there? There's a lot of variables that are not in our direct control. So for me, what I do is I set a three-month goal and then I set overarching goals for each consecutive quarter with an end of year target. And I make sure that they're realistic. For me, this specific year, it doesn't look like it would normally look for me because each year I create milestones that are going to get me to that quarter so that I can make sure that I'm really holding myself accountable to be on track. And then I break it down even further monthly, weekly, et cetera. But I have a real vision of how I'm going to hit my own individual target. This year, I have no idea what the future is going to look like because this is a pandemic and this is the first one we've gone through. And we can't say without a shadow of a freaking doubt what that immediate six months future is going to be. I can read every article that is possibly out there on the topic. I can look at trends. I can talk to clients. I can look at data. But ultimately, we just don't know a second wave. We don't know if the demand is going to actually spike and come back up in a V curve after that. We don't know exactly when a vaccine would impact things or if it will. It's too much to try to attempt to say fundamentally that what the six-month goal should be. But a three-month goal, I should be able to figure out, right? I should be able to use my current data, my current trends, my current ability to anticipate somewhat what like a three-month goal should be. So my point is I've created for myself a percentage of rebound of our organization from a TTV perspective that we should be able to do in the next three months. That's important for me to have a financial metric, and I've done that. I would encourage each of you that is listening, whether you work for the business or you don't, if you've been impacted in your sales, in your rev op, in your um, interactions with customers beyond of what you could achieve to make sure that there is at least a financial spectrum of what you're intending to imagine to get to within three months so that you can at least at the end of it start thinking about, okay, well then how would I think I'm going to do in the next three months after this? Or did I miss a goal that was in my control or not? The next part of that is I talk a lot about control, control, control. What can you control? What can't you control? I'm making sure that this year more than ever, I'm putting goals into my quarter of what I want to achieve that are not just TTV and revenue and profit specific, right? They have to be about things in my control. What can I control? I control how many client meetings I go to. I can control how many emails, vidyards, and touch points I have with our customer set or our prospect set. I can control how many opportunities I have to interact with our business. I control how many AMA meetings I have. I control how many joint sales pitches, how many um, joint customer meetings, how many uh, internal workshops I host. I can control the narrative of how often I choose to interact internally with our people and externally with our clients. So one of the things that I'm doing in the, my afternoon, as soon as I have some time, I actually probably won't. I was booked like six to six today. Today's a little cuckoo. Um, but I'll probably work on tomorrow when I have um, more downtime or we're off is what did my cadence look like both internally and externally? I'll actually go into Outlook and I'll go into some other sheets and spreadsheets that I keep in Salesforce data for clients. And I'll go, okay, how many times did I meet with clients over this threshold, this threshold, this threshold? How many internal meetings did I have? What groups and pillars within our business did I pay too much attention to, not enough attention to? Uh, how many interaction points did I have with customers, et cetera? And then what I'm going to do is add at least 25% to that. Now, 
I'm going to make sure that the data backs itself out. I'm going to make sure that every time I had those client meetings that it did actually increase the likelihood of that account coming on or if it did when I sent them those touch points, there was a meaningful ROI in my effort. I'm not going to increase my effort 25% if there's no point in it. But what I can control, I will control. So I'm going to take those data points. I'm going to see where did I help or make an impact. And I'm going to make sure I up my game 25% in those areas and hold myself accountable to that target. So if I went on on, say, um, 100 client meetings last year, and I saw that conversion went up X percent from that, I'm going to increase that by another variable of this. And then I'll break down my next year. And then I'll especially break down my quarter and say, if you want to do that, that means that you're going to go on X meetings per month. That means that you're going to send X vidyards a month. That means that you're going to send X this. And then if I look at my internal meetings and I look at, you know, other pieces of, okay, when you hosted these town halls or these ask me anything, or if you did X, Y, and Z, it was helpful in the sense it was uh, communication was better that month, or um, it had this less of a friction point, then I need to create that next cadence of what I can hold myself accountable to. So what I'm trying to say in sharing this with you is that and no matter what piece you do in the business, if you're a BDM, you should be able to think about that quite easily. How many clients do I talk to? How many meetings do I sit on? But I want you to go so much more granular than that. When I do sit with a client, who do I have success with? What persona do I talk best to? If I had multiple personas in a meeting, if I had a traveler persona, an executive assistant persona, and a finance persona in the room, I'm you know 16% more likely to close than if I just had the finance persona in the room. So I'm going to target it having at least three personas in every meeting, and I'm going to hold myself accountable to at least two because I know I'm going to win faster. Or I know I do really, really well with managed accounts because they get it, they understand understand what we do and I'm going to focus on managed accounts or against this specific competitor. And you should be able to start honing in on your year. So I'd highly recommend you to analyze your own data set of every single client that you sat down with and start thinking about where do you win, where do you do well, and where are you successful? And if you're in the operational or customer relationship pillars, it's the same thing. What accounts do you have longevity with? Who did you maintain this year? Where and why had you defected? Where could you potentially improve if that had happened for you? Is there something that you are exceptionally good at that keeps that relationship alive? Did you create a new report that has given a clarity and a level of data that people hadn't achieved before that you could be sharing with a greater customer audience? Do you need to have more relationships with more specific personas at that company? What ones have you broke down the barrier of your relationship where it has now transcended just being a transactional scenario and they are looking at you as a friend in many instances? And how do you replicate that elsewhere? And what have you done that's above and beyond? And where can you really analyze you as an individual and your strengths and start applying them to actually hold yourself accountable to doing them in your future? Because we can't control the narrative of forcing TTV back in because that's going to be through bans and regulations and all these other pieces and people getting comfortable. But what you can control the narrative of is what your day-to-day looks like and the work that you put in and making sure that work is meaningful. So the first thing I'm recommending for everyone, and I hope that that was said loud and clear, and I apologize, it's probably a little bit ranty because I'm just kind of giving it all and, and getting it all out of me this morning, but really going through your year and really analyzing like your week on week. And for some, it might be a hard conversation with yourself where you go, fuck, I did less than I thought I did this year. Um, 
but you got to hold yourself accountable to that. Like you might think you had X meetings or you did X client face-to-face and be like, damn, I didn't do that at all. But it, that allows you to set a real easy cornerstone for the future. Or you might look at it and go, well, how am I functioning right now? Like I literally did so much last year. I'm exhausted and, and had no balance. And how am I going to return to that? Well, you got to stop thinking about what's going to make you happy and you can hold yourself accountable to so that you can say that three months from now you have been successful. So for me, I'm taking mine and I have a financial one of what I want success to look like in three months. I have a ton of control ones on what I want that to look like in three months. And then I have some that are like, you know, reorganizing my group and my team to be the most effective and most efficient that they can be and having a more, you know, normalized cadence of communication with what they need and what they want from me as their leader, how I can really increase my own leadership ability um, and just have meaningful movements that will happen in the next three months. And then I set them personally and others as well. But a new start is a new start. And you should really take that new start, even in, in the middle of a pandemic and make it meaningful and vision out your future. And I I believe you have to see your goals to achieve your goals. And this is a really, really good time to do that. And if you're listening today and you weren't in the flight center world and this isn't your new year, I don't think that really changes anything about what I just talked about. We're in this pandemic still. We all need a freaking fresh start. We're going into a holiday weekend. Um, it's a good time to just like celebrate and recharge. So I hope that that will leave you with the inspiration to do that today. I look forward to brighter days and I certainly am feeling optimistic that they're coming. There's so many signs of that. And to everyone who is looking back on the year that we just had, I celebrate you and I appreciate you and I thank you. And I am so proud of your accomplishments, but I'm also so proud of how you've reacted to chaos and you are so inspirational to me. So I appreciate that very much.